<laughs> okay, Matt, let's clap. Let's get going here. One, two, three, four. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> bumblebee, bumblebee. You cut our warm ups on tape. Now that's going to have to stay in. <laughs> Somebody's going to listen to the podcast for the first time and be like, well, oh, time to hear about Rolling Stone stuff I've heard albums. And they're going to hear Russell going, Bumblebee. Uh, they're doing their vocalizes. <laughs> That's a joke we made five minutes ago off uh, mic. In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. Uh, this is from 19... I didn't write down... The, it says 1964. I think that's a little off. This is from 1996. 96. This is Reasonable Doubt by Jay-Z. Guys, guys, no time to talk. We need to hurry. Uh, we're on the Wednesday, the Wild Wednesday show. Oh, yeah. Do you guys think Kanye West would have stormed okay. the stage at the Grammys if Bob <laughs> Newhart would have won a Grammy over Jay-Z? <laughs> What do you stop to be like, stop, stop. Jay-Z's album or like Bob Newhart's album was the greatest Bob. masterpiece ever. Bob, Bob, I love you, but I got to tell you right now. I think uh, Jack Betty had a better album than you this year. Hey, did you hear my bit about baseball? Guys, guys, we got to hurry up and get to the Wednesday show. Bring your best Yo, bars. What's up, everybody? This is Ooh, yes. Jay, this Mad Wednesdays. We Mad Wednesdays. Wait a Bring minute. I see my man over there. Rob and the guys from Beck did it better. <laughs> the Beck did it better, guys. Game dance, let me hear that little tape of yours. And it's fat. Why don't you come up here? Tell people what you're up to, and maybe Aaron can talk about what he's eating today. Oh, that would no. be fun. And maybe Russ can talk about a date, and Matt, well, Matt could just listen. Irish Eyes, which is actually a drink involving, I think it's cream... And then there was some green stuff in it. And then I you always go back to the Irish eyes. Down. Kick a little free shot for me. Yeah. Can I kick it? Fuck you gonna tell me. Oh. Guys from Ooh. the Beck Did It Better podcast. Now you know this is a fat track. Right. This is coming out on your new album. Actually, let me stop you right there. It's actually coming out on a podcast episode. Uh, the name of the podcast. Oh, wait, where are you going? Well, it is definitely the bomb. But, you know, I do want to say something to you. I know you've been having a lot of problems with the law. Especially yeah. with Matt violating a number of ordinances in his city for the number of inflatables in his yard. Russell verbally harassing a security guard at the Rolling Stones concert. And Aaron setting up toilet cams. Except for the Aaron toilet cam thing. Matt Wednesdays, Judy King, DJ Ace, Dan Dash, Rockefeller Records, we're all you. you can come back anytime. Except for Aaron, because he also got caught taking socks out of the trash and smelling them. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, music up. It's time to start the show. Oh, yeah. That was a, a great Wednesday. That's Mad Wednesdays, Mad Wednesdays. I was thinking, too, like, it would be funnier if Aaron was taking socks out and putting them in the hot dog buns and eating them like hot dogs, but I was like, that's too gross. I can't do that. That's too weird. Why would I do that? You just walk in. And Aaron's putting mustard on a sock. Like, what? That's, I would never do that. Beck did it better. I'm going to edit out where you said man. never. Hey, <laughs> welcome to all my little foot freaks out there. Okay, all the Beck, all the Beckerhead foot freaks out there. Okay, no, no. listening to us right now. We're that. Remember when we see each other, we say, "Hey, I'm a foot freak." I, remember that's just something we're doing, and it's, we're doing it all the time. I've got three guys here whose hustle is a podcast that makes no money, and it's probably peaked already. I've got Aaron out in California. Aaron, how are you doing? You know. 
Jay-Z said on this album, there's too much West Coast licking. And I got to be honest, as a person who lives on the West Coast, I'm going to, I'll be the one, I'll be the one to let people know when there's been too much. Okay. (laughs) Let's not let Jay-Z step in on that one. We just shut this shit down. Just play the, play the final credits. This is done. I was wondering why when you were walking to the Zoom camera, you were just like a cowboy. He had a wide stance. I thought it looked no. like you'd been wearing a wet swimsuit for a while, but now I realize that it's... Oh, no. It's burn. You got rug burn. I got Matt in uh, Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? Great. Great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Nothing perverted you want to say, Matt? <laughs> I'll refrain. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm thinking about his mother-in-law. Uh, Russell, how are you in Minnesota? Russell, how are you doing? I wanted to take this time to give you all a piece of my mind. At concerts, I sit in the upper rows wearing expensive Rolling Stones-themed clothes. For this stupid show, I sip on knockoff cocktails with spitting my vintage flows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because our dumb shit listeners, they can't knock the Russell. Oh! <laughs> they can't knock the Russell. It's so good. And you know what? Let's listen to those dumb shit listeners right now. So stupid. Oh, oh my God. Dumb shit listeners. They and can't even Russell, talk. Uh, can't knock the Russell. You probably want to know because you asked all the time at this point. It is 802-277-BECK. If you text or email, or, yeah, I guess email because we're getting, it's all, it's all together. Okay. It's all Amazon. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, let's listen to our first Bext. Nice. And I just want to say, this was pretty similar to a lot of the Becks that we actually got this week. Oh, no. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze these nuts. Please, please, please bring Russell's concert date in for an interview. So, Russell, is, can we bring your date please, on the show? What please. would it take? What do we have to do to get your concert date to come on the podcast and we interview her? We... We need to get to 500 downloads an episode. We're not even close to that. So that, oh that's not going to happen. Oh, my God. The only, okay. the only thing I will give you guys is I will tell you, I'm going to give you a little bit of insight, a little bit of insight. My date did listen to the episode. She wanted to hear the no, story no. to make sure I, I, I did. I did tell the story yeah. correctly. So she listened to it and there were two pieces. So of I'm feedback. back on hinge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first. There were two pieces of feedback via the text when she told me that she listened to the episode. The first was there was a lot of poop talk. So there was a lot of poop talk, according mm. to her. That was her first takeaway. I don't remember that at I all. I recall you, a lot of poop talk. Yeah, I really don't I, think so. I don't think there was. I And then there, secondly, there may or may not have been a mention of annoyance that I brought up the price of the t-shirts. I'll just say that. <laughs> Lesson learned. Don't bring up that your date is not don't happy that, that you may have overspent on the t-shirts. Yeah. That's something don't that's got to stay. Loud. You keep it to yourself or you keep it on the post-game show. Life lesson learned. Don't talk about the cost of the t-shirts. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, I have to say that is one. And then we got another uh, voicemail. So, guys, 500 downloads. Russell will bring the data on. We could do another uh, Beck did, The Wives of Beck Did It Better, Russell. Huh? You could host that. We could. They could all meet each other. I think that's a thousand downloads right there. An episode <laughs> that happens. You see me at the Apple store. You see me at the Apple store with all the iPads. Download, <laughs> download, download. I have a reasonable doubt that that's ever going to occur. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also got this voicemail from our number one listener right now. Sorry, Magic. Magic Mike has not done shit lately for this podcast. Oh, no. I just want to say. Uh, and instead, the new best listener award goes to Patty. Patty is back with another email to oh, the next yes. line somehow. Is this Patty from Minneapolis? Patty Last from time the Stones were in town, Matt actually tried to make it possible for me to go with him. I have oh, a disability, which oh. would have made it difficult, but he was down for it. He said he'd take me to the men's room if need be. What a doll. This year Sarah told me he was at the Stones, and I said, 
That asshole, my husband said, no text, no call, no email. Lol, I love you, Matt. So, so Matt, she got one chance. The mother-in-law, you said, listen, I know that you, you know, we've got some special needs or whatever. I'm going to bring you to the concert. You know, get this family on my goddamn back. I'm going to carry him to the concert. We're going to have fun. Uh, Fast forward, fast forward. Ghosted her. Nothing. What happened, Matt? What, what happened, Matt? I think, I mean, I think we've all, we all get to this point, right? We're like, you know, when you're, when you're dating, Oh no! you have to, oh man, you just, everything is great. You're buying Christmas presents Mm -hmm. and all that stuff, (laughs) making extra effort. Well, I think we're like 11 or 12 years in now, kind of a thing. And you just kind of forget about it. Am I right, Rosie? I mean, you get to a point and you just kind of forget about your in-laws. Am I right? I got to say, that's a great question. When do you guys stop caring about like impressing your in-laws? Have you guys reached your, reached that point or not? I mean, we know Aaron has it because a few weeks ago he refused to tell the story about meeting his father-in-law because something inappropriate yeah. had to have happened. I pictured, I pictured Aaron going out to the freezer right and opening the freezer, and so his head is hidden, but his naked lower torso <laughs> is obviously, and then he closes it, and then there's a the father-in-law right there. That's what I'm picturing in my head, and Aaron's like eating like a popsicle or something. It's, I mean, just something like that's that's what I pictured happened, and I think I'm correct. Aaron, Aaron are you still trying to impress the in-laws or not? Yeah, once in a while, yeah. But I can see that, like, sometimes you kind of are like, well, I'm, you know, I like, and Matt has given them grandchildren. So, like, that's also, you know, now it's like the grandkids' job to impress the in-laws. Like, that's not your job anymore. Like, that's your kid's job. Yeah. And they're supposed to take care of, like, my kids. I can just go over there and take a nap, right? Like. Right. Yeah. Your children are supposed to charm them now. Like you did it for 10, 11 years. And now that's like you, you're passing the torch. To be fair, that is true. Like if you if you're in the stage where you have kids and you just want to get out for a concert, I'm guessing oh, I better be careful. The last thing you want to do here is take your mother in law to the Rolling Stones. Right, Matt? Uh, no, I would absolutely. Honestly, I would. I would yeah. absolutely. I went to Nora Jones with Patty. We went and saw nice. Nora Jones. So Matt's so. saying, Patty, next time. Not not this time. It wasn't this time, but next, the next yeah. time, the next time the Rolling Stones are in so, town. So I just busy. yeah, I needed to go out with, our, with 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 some of my friends. You know, I just needed a little bit of separation, mm-hmm. just one night off. So. But the next yeah. time, yeah. hit him up. Hey, you know what? You you know what? Matt Patty should have said. She should have asked you politely. How would she have done that, Rob? She would have had to say please. See, I think Patty's smart because she's not asking to go with Russ because she wants to get some good tickets. <laughs> she's like. <laughs> She's like, Matt, please, I know you're watching the prices all the time. <laughs> Rob, how, how's your father-in-law, Rob? Like, is he fun to hang out with? Yeah. Like, is he a no. good guy to... I do. I, you, no, don't make it sound like I say different stuff when we turn on the podcast. Don't laugh like that. You know I have a good time with him. He texted yeah. me a picture of just an alien head the other day. Just the alien head emoji, and I was like, this Bill freaking gets it, man. He, he We're down. I did take my mother-in-law, though, to a two-live crew concert. So that, uh, we had a good time. What? There. We need to know more no, about that. Is I'm that a true kidding. story? Okay. <laughs> I, no, the idea of taking your mother-in-law to a concert is insane. That is an what? insane idea. Patty, guess what? You're nuts if you want your brother-in-law, your son-in-law to take you to. It, I'm telling you right now, if my daughter marries somebody and the guy was like, hey, I'm going to take you to a concert, I'd be like, absolutely not. This is totally inappropriate. We cannot be going to a concert together. What if no. they wanted to talk about powerlifting with you? Then would you go? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, that's anybody in my vicinity. You guys know that. That's I'll, I'll talk about that all day. Fast forward a couple of minutes to my rolling going today. Matt might have made a mistake. I think we should probably issue Matt's mother-in-law an apology because Matt didn't invite her to this, this I concert. Oh, yeah. I think so. I think so. Patty, our number one fan right now. This is for you. 
And now an apology from Beck did it better. An apology. I'd like to take this chance to apologize. Hasn't heard this one. Beck can't it's believe this is nobody. Beck does it better podcast. That's what the heck it wants. Let's get into our rolling going. Is it time? It's, 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 it's time. time to see what everybody's up to. It's time for. It's rolling, time for rolling going. going. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Aaron, rolling, going. What's, what's going on with you? Oh, it's yeah. It's Did actually, your kid hit you in the nuts today. this week? Are we? Uh, how many? How many days has it been since you've been hitting the nuts by your kid? I think it's been about eight. No nut punches today. Uh, but no we did have a great day November. today. Uh, today, yes, his school was closed today for Veterans Day, so we took a little family trip to Sonoma mm-hmm. to the uh, Children's Museum of Sonoma County, and I got to drive uh, because my wife had to do some work in the car, and my son immediately told me that he does not trust me to drive. Oh, no. So he said, Dad, he said, Dad, you're driving. And I said, yeah. And he said, I don't want you to drive. I said, why not? He said, I don't trust you. Yeah. First, first of all, Dad, you're sitting next to me in the back seat. I think that's problem number one. <laughs> yeah, he said he knows who the real driver is in the car. Uh, I'm not going to talk about anything that I ate today because I didn't eat anything that exciting. But I did. I I drank a key lime lacroix. I get it. I see why people drink these. It's what really tasty. That? What is you know, lacroix? A sparkling LaCroix? water. LaCroix? LaCroix? Yeah. Well, you guys know it, LaCroix is French for uh, the Croix. The I don't realize that, but yeah, I did know that. So I drank a LaCroix. It was really it was English like, for LaCroix. I get why people like that stuff, but my real rolling going. Can I stop and ask you something about Sonoma though? Yeah. Isn't Sonoma, that's not like wine country, but there's wine made in Sonoma, right? It, it, there is wine country. Sonoma County is actually really big in terms of like land. Like in terms So you of, go, yeah. you go to wine country instead of going out to drink wine, you go to like the children's festival or something. We went mm-hmm. today. We went to the children's museum because we had Wallace with us and we were, we were also working. So, you know, <laughs> like if you go to a children's museum, you can take a few phone calls here and there. If you got to like do some work. <laughs> That's sick. So we were not, uh, we were not tasting any wine. Uh, but the, the actual town we went to. I would to fire Aaron's ass so fast. Is, oh, my God. <laughs> the place we went is actually is Santa Rosa, which is actually a better beer town than a wine town. That's the home of Russian River Brewing. But, uh, yeah, no, we didn't do any wine tasting today, although hey, we, although we Aaron, this is it. your boss. This is your boss calling. By the way, I'm doing the phone thing with my hands for people. Yes. So you really get the joke. <laughs> uh, hey, Aaron, this is your boss calling. I'm calling you to do your it, something that you do. I don't I'm not even sure what your job is, actually. Uh, <laughs> wait, excuse me. Do I hear children doing STEM activities in the background? Are they, <laughs> do I hear them setting up rapids on a river and they're learning something or other? Oh, no, we're busted. We're busted. We're busted. Oh, no, we gotta get out of here. We're busted. Your kid sounds to excited to learn go. about what lightning is. You son of a bitch. You get back to work right now. I'm just in Sonoma County drinking wine. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not at a children's museum. Are they putting ping pong balls through a Tubular vacuum thing yes. and shooting yeah, all yeah, over yeah. the place. Matt are they, Benson, you know are it. they blowing a, a beach ball up in the air and it stays magically balanced? You guys understand. You know exactly. <laughs> Is what this we're a multi-level about? Uh, yeah. uh, slide that your kids going down and then climbing up the ropes and having so much fun? Is that what I hear in the background? <laughs> Aaron, you're supposed to be working from your residence, not the Hall of Dead Presidents. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I'm out wow. for presidents. I'm you're a poet. I'm you don't even know it. Presidents yeah. to represent me. But I and got so a many of those going. guys were so racist too. I mean, I think about. about it. I'm the I'm the one who's supposed to bring us down on that tip, right? <laughs> Sorry, on, Aaron. Rob. Wanted to pull the brakes. Wanted to pull the brakes on your story. Go ahead. My real rolling going because I I know I have a reputation out there of saying something boring first and then something slightly less boring or more boring. <laughs> 
Is that the reputation you have? Yeah, I would actually say, Aaron, nobody actually (laughs) talks about what you do on the podcast, ever. I don't think you have a reputation. (laughs) Oh, he does. He's the the guy who eats dandelions. Yeah, that's his reputation. (laughs) It's a good thing to be known as. People think about you, Aaron, on this podcast the same way we think about, like, walking through air. Like, you don't come home from work and everybody's like, hey, how was your day? He's like, well, I walked through a bunch of air. Like, it's just there. Like, it's just something that happens. That's your reputation on the podcast. It's, so this you're, kind album, of the, you're kind of the vanilla khaki pants of this podcast. This album, Reasonable Doubt, is from 1996. I knew that. Also in 1996, I was a junior in high school. Oh. It, has, it has come to light. <laughs> that Uh on YouTube exists a full high school football game with commentary in which I played in really my junior year of high school in 1996. Did what position were you playing? I was playing left guard. (laughs) Oh, so you, so they called you all probably like every play. Like, look at this guy. pulling. I don't think, yeah, I don't actually think my name got called out, but have I stayed up too late multiple nights and watched the entire game? Yes. Oh, glory days. We call that glory days. Have Glory I forced days. my family to watch the game with me? Yes, absolutely. Yes. It includes such highlights as my team throws a wide receiver pass, like a double pass. Yeah. And for some reason, I, as the left guard, end up downfield. 40 yards downfield yes. celebrating with the wide flag. receiver. Who looks at me? No, no, no. No flag. I was, I oh, was okay. no flag. But I had this habit of running downfield to celebrate, like as my quarterback is like, you know, pancaked in the backfield. Yeah. And like I get, I like run 35 yards downfield to celebrate, and the wide receiver looks at me like, "What the hell are you doing here?" But um, <laughs> also, fun fact for our football playing uh, football fan listeners: in that game, I was playing against Jamie Burrow, older brother of current NFL quarterback Joe Burrow. So if you can think about that, if you know how old I am, Jamie was a year older than me. Joe is now a second oh player God. in the NFL. I mean, so I mean, shout out shit. To- this is pretty amazing. We need to shut this shit down. That is amazing. Aaron played guard against the <laughs> older brother of some quarterback. No one's ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's, but you know, what's even weirder about that is that Aaron paid, Aaron played three man football, right? So those are like, those are the only people on the field. And Iowa three man football is one of the biggest ones they have. <laughs> Where only the guard can cross the 50 yes. yard line, like the receivers yeah. and safeties can't, but the guard can play both if ways. You, if you get big enough, you get beyond the one on one football. He's not just a left guard. He was the only guard left on the field for the three man <laughs> football. Like, that's what left guard meant. Aaron, it's also come to light that at the time you were in high school, your school played, what did they play? Three on three basketball where you could not cross the midcourt line? That, no, that was before, like the, the, the last year before I got to high school, I think, was the last year of six on six basketball in the state of Iowa. We, <laughs> six on six? six yeah. So, so, so six on six. So you have three people on offense and three people yeah. on defense, and they can't run over the games of. Exactly. That male and female? Because that used to be just like an old a female thing. It was just the ladies. Yeah. Like yeah. Iowa, <laughs> Iowa and Oklahoma were the last two states to play six on six so for the play, ladies. If you play you're saying if you play offense, you can't go play defense. If you play defense, you can't go play offense. You gotta stay in your that side is, of the court. That is correct. It's basically two split three on three games. Yeah. How fucking old are you? Like I don't get this. Like, do you <laughs> remember World War II? Like I, this yeah. this is crazy to me that we would at the same time have like a computer. And at the same time, somebody would be coming home and being like, oh, dad, I'm so mad. I played defense this week. It's like, what? I mean, can you imagine yeah. playing defense on the three on three basketball team? It would be terrible. It'd be like, I you know. just see, you see your teammates like scoring and swishing. Everybody's right. cheering. And you're like oh, you're shuffling side defense. to side, getting exhausted. It's terrible. 
Terror. It'd be humiliating. I, I have I have two things. One, Matt, I'm convinced I would be the greatest Iowa basketball player ever because I would play defense, but instead of when I would get a rebound, I wouldn't pass it ahead. I would always shoot from half court. So I would lead the league in rebounds, and I would always shoot from half court, and our offense would just hate me, but I would win, like, player of the year. I would have been four-time Iowa player of the year in Iowa. I would have just gotten, like, steals, rebounds, blocks, and then a ton of three-pointers. I don't know if they have a three-point line in Iowa or not. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm, I'm just guessing that given these rules, they made some rule about you can't shoot from the other side. I don't know. Yeah, you could I would have been like the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of the league, yeah. where they outlawed dunking for Abdul-Jabbar. Like it yeah. would have been the the Russ rule, where like you cannot shoot half court, like because this guy's won four state state player of the year awards. So what did they do? I mean, literally, the defense would rebound it, and then what I what I picture is like the ref goes and gets the ball. And then they slowly walk over to the offensive side and hand them the ball. Like it would be so boring to watch that. I think they still had to get the ball. Like, I, I mean, I got to, I, sh- I should know this because I watched a lot of games as a kid. And I think my high school won the last uh, six person uh, state title. But um, I think they still had to cross the center line, but you could only dribble once before you passed it. Uh, so obviously like every time what? it was just like, get a, what? get a big, yeah. Like you needed a big person. So like Rob, if I were playing and I got a rebound and my offense was waiting for the ball, what would they have screamed to me to get the ball from me? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what though. Oh no. Slow that down. Uh, but I think, I think the most impressive part was that Aaron, the, the basketball team's coach was, uh, James Naismith. And he was the one who also hung up the peach baskets. But you know what, while we're, like, like, while we're here before you, before you move on, just, just while we're here, people. just shout out, just shout out to Dara Sharp, shout out to the Voss sisters, shout out to coach Dick Rasmussen, shout out to you coach Scott DeYoung, you, you shout out Erica me. Juno, shout out yeah. Tracy Jones, shout out Lindsay Egley, all of my folks who won sh- state titles, shout outs to all of them. Cause we had a dominant girls basketball team. Matt's going to shout out that broom ball coach he had that ever Kim Niederlucky or whatever her name was. <laughs> she probably didn't win a state Somehow title. Somehow you remember. That's, That's good. good. Uh, you nailed it. Aaron, what was that coach's name? Coach Dick Rasmussen. That's what I'm going to start calling my penis. All, All right. right. All right. I, had two, I actually had two other questions about Aaron's rolling going. The first was Aaron mentioned racquetball. I used to play racquetball with both Rob and Aaron. Matt, I don't yes. remember yeah. playing with you, but we may have yes. played back in the day. But one thing I remember is Aaron was the king of hitting the ball into your back as hard as he could. <laughs> he would do it like at least twice a game. And Aaron, you need to admit now, were you doing it on purpose just to make people wary of where they played or was it on accident? I don't, I there's mean, no, it was, there's no it way was it's because Russell and I standing in front of you took up a 50% broader, of the racquetball court. Bar door to hit. It had yeah. to have been a mix. I definitely did it on purpose a few times. <laughs> I know I did it on purpose to our friend Zach, but I don't know if I did it to you guys. <laughs> I don't know if I did it to you guys. I, I don't know if I was good enough to do it on purpose. I can't remember who I was playing, but God, we did play a lot of racquetball. Like, we played a. We've told a lot of racquetball stories. Way more racquetball than we should have for like who we, we are. Late like, night racquetball. We would go and instead of doing a podcast, we would go play racquetball. You would have think at some at some point we would have gotten better shape after playing yeah. all that racquetball. I think right? we thought that was going to do it. The rule was you you played until Russell shirt got so sweaty he couldn't stand it anymore, and then that was the end. Of the, <laughs> that was the end of the game. Both better racquetball players than me. You guys are both more skilled than me. So I I did have I did have one more question too though about Aaron's rolling going. And the question is like so when you're playing guard and you're making your family watch this movie. Are you telling your Aaron's wife at gmail.com and your son that you're playing running back? Or are you admitting that I'm the guard? <laughs> are you acting like you're the star player? No, no, no. I was pausing the, the, the video to say like, no, look, that's me down there. Like, that's like, 
Little yeah. number 52. That's me. No, no, no. That's no, no. For sure. I was giving him the whole rundown. Offensive offensive linemen actually can be star players, Russell. A lot of people don't realize that. They can actually <laughs> kind of be superstars, even if maybe people don't notice. And maybe when your girlfriend comes to see you in college, she says, wow, you just fall over a lot. And I'm like, actually, <laughs> that no. Was me. I was falling over a lot. That, that can't be definitely. true because I've put in hundreds of hours of my life into crafting this, what I'm doing. And for you to say it's just me falling over sounds a little bit insulting. My other question, Aaron, is this is a great rolling go. My other question is when you were rewatching this, did you were you like ashamed of how bad you were? Were you like, oh, in my mind, I was much better of a player than when you were yeah. watching now as an adult watching you back then or not? I don't think so. I'll be honest. I mean, I, I knew I was too small to be playing that position and I knew I got my ass kicked on a few plays and I definitely saw myself get my ass kicked. But yeah. The couple of plays where I didn't get my ass kicked, I felt pretty proud of myself. I definitely right. saw my quarterback thrown off the back foot a lot and running for his life <laughs> oh. a lot. Uh-oh. Pointing fingers. Uh, that was probably my fault. But uh, yeah. no, I, I really, I, was, I felt like I acquitted myself well. Uh, I almost recovered a fumble on a punt. Very close. Didn't quite get it, but I came very close. Yeah. Clay Newman got it. So congrats to Clay. Hope he's listening. Shout out, Clay. Shout out, Clay Newman. Shout out, Clay. Aaron went and got his screenshot from that part of the movie uh, tattooed on his arm. <laughs> he was like, hey, son, this is where I almost recovered a fumble on a punt one time. Yeah. No, uh, so, true. Aaron, was it bad when your kid saw you? So here's what I'm picturing. it. This is a story yeah. in two parts. That your kid sees you. You got your helmet on. Long, flowing hair over a neck roll in the back. Yeah. <laughs> and your kid goes, what the hell happened to all your hair? Like, that's what he gets out of the story is like, oh, you used to have a ton of hair. And then the second part is. Has your kid like thought asked you what it's going to be like when he's bald and has that affected him at all? Like, has he looked at you and realized like, Oh shit, that's going to be me. Does he have that realization yet? No, that has not dawned on him yet. No, that, that okay. part he hasn't figured out. His big takeaway from the game was that we were playing at night. Like that was it. That was like, what was the oh, most interesting cool. thing? That was the most interesting thing to him. He was like, Oh, you're playing at night. And I was like, yeah, this is me when I was a teenager. And then like two weeks later, he was like, dad, when you were a teenager and playing football at night, you yeah. usually won, right? And like we lost the game that it was on the video, yeah. so I had to tell him like, ah, we lost that one. No, no, you got to tell your kids you were a superstar. There's no I, well, I was a state champion. I mean, let's there let's you, be let's be real about that. That's why I'd say I'd say hey, and, you see and this I won football where the guards not allowed to cross the fifty yard yeah. line. Right there. <laughs> I knew That's something right. was weird because before Rosie got on the podcast, I, he he. You turned to his son and said, kiss this ring. And he made the son kiss the uh, championship <laughs> ring like three times. He's like, oh, yes, he doesn't go to bed until he kisses the ring every night. Just our nightly thing. That's what we do. Yeah. Just how it goes around here. Uh, Matt, rolling going. How's it going with you? Um, I realized that, you know, we had great weather this fall in Minnesota, right? Russell, you're, you're the only one who can, you know, it was, it was warm. It was warmer than average. But it absolutely cut down on my prime champion reverse sweep wearing season. You never and so needed got, them, did you? You never needed them. And so I've been trying to catch up, but it's getting now too cold even. So like I have to put like jackets over the reverse sweep. So kind of pissed about that, that I'm lost out a little bit of season there. Um, that's a, that's a bummer. You know, so, what's weird about well, a reverse weave is that's what Aaron used to run in high school with his two man basketball. team. <laughs> <laughs> two man basketball. Um, I actually, I have a, I have a VHS Rosie and I've been trying to figure out how to do this. And it just sits in my back room Uh-oh. of 1997 Richfield versus Edina football. Yeah. So I got like a, somehow I got to get that because my brother who's a year younger than me. He's on there and Joe and some of these other people that you guys know, but um, my brother about a, six months ago sent me a link to a basketball game. So Richfield class of 2000, their senior year was playing against Roosevelt and it was 
it was super fun to watch all those guys playing basketball, yeah. you know, that I had graduated. So there's the people that I played with the year before, things like that. So that is, it, it, it must be fun. I mean, I can't imagine today's youth, right? Like my kids have so many damn pictures of themselves, yeah, right. Right. And so many videos, I think like my wife's taking like a second a day kind of a thing. So like yeah. at the end of the year, I love watching it's gonna it. Be I, I watch it every time she posts it. School. I love that stuff. Yeah. It's fun. It's cool. But like, you know, like how many pictures of yours? I, I, I don't know if I've seen one video of myself like under the age of 16 ever. Yeah. I don't know. So it's fun. It's like seeing right. a ghost. Yeah. I have the, the video of me being in the bad boys band. Yeah. You guys know. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Sweet. Uh, Matt, if my, you need me to convert that VHS, I know how to do it because I converted the bad boys. We concert. might have to do that for a holiday special. We Just may do the need bad to bring boys. that back. Take yeah, a little detour, do the bad back. boys album. It's so good. Last thing is Rosie. I got a big, uh, I got a big, big trip. I'm leaving on in like eight hours here. Oh God. Uh, heading out with Joe. Hey, it, it could have been nine hours if someone would have been on time. Right? <laughs> well, that's how I usually feel about all our episodes. When we say we're about to start recording. <laughs> oh, this I'll is I sit here and wait, twiddling my thumbs, but you know, never mind. I, I apologize guys. I, 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 just I got my go. centrals and Pacifics and Easterns mixed up today. So a good night. yeah. Uh, so I'm heading to Iowa driving yes. down. Uh, part of it is a stop at diamond Joe's to, yeah. so, so our friend, so our friend, Joe, who, when we go to uh, Las Vegas, he won't go eat at any fancy places because if he spends, you know, like 50 bucks at a buffet, that's $45 that he's not able to spend on betting like San Jose State <laughs> versus Pacific <laughs> on some like random that Saturday Joe. 11. That Joe. That Joe. Degenerate Joe. We got Joe's that, Steve. We, we got that Joe. I honestly know but, if I've ever so, seen Joe eat in Las Vegas. Like I've eaten, I've eaten burgers with you guys, but I don't think I've ever seen Joe eat at all. No. Like I think he's just, no, he's a true degenerate. Yeah. He's a he's a yeah. loser. <laughs> he's a loser. I mean, hey, I get. I don't think they reimburse you for meals when you're on a work trip when you work at. <laughs> well, the, the worst part is, thank you. The worst part is though, is that when I was was when I was with Joe in Vegas, this is this is what a degenerate is. Is that he literally? We found a quarter that had was Idaho on the back, and so we bet the <laughs> Idaho State basketball game. Uh, Boise State <laughs> and Idaho, which I didn't even know was a college. We bet that as a parlay. And I was like, we should do this. And he was like, that's one of the greatest ideas I've ever heard. And I was like, oh man, you're a loser. You are a huge loser to agree with me on that. Somebody's got to stand up for us. And it's obviously yeah. not you. Well, you're in Iowa, Matt. I highly recommend they're, they're having the state championship of uh, hoop and stick uh, that they're doing right now. Hoop, hoop and, and stick. stick. It's hoop and stick season down in Iowa. The state championship is this week. So go check it out. Uh, please. It should be, should be lots of is fun. Is that the 75 meter course or is that the hundred meter course? <laughs> well, you, well, you know that they still go by yards there. So it is the 440 oh. yards. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what we're talking yeah. about down there. Gotcha. Uh, so Matt, are you really going to stop at Diamond Joe's for a little gambling? Or Honestly, not? I, I got a, I got an itinerary here. It says seven o'clock. Yes. Pick up. We'll be at Diamond Joe's by eight thirty. Yes. We'll depart Diamond Joe's by noon, kind of a thing. And then there's a there's a basketball game. Uh, Iowa's playing against like the Kansas City Roos or so the Kangaroos. They just play the Gophers up here. So go to the basketball game Friday night and then the football game. But yeah, I get. To, but yes, Diamond Joe's. We have a two hour and a half hour stop there. That's all we. That's all I get. So, Matt so. having a written out itinerary for his vacation is one of the least surprising things I've ever heard in my no, entire life. No, it's not me. I, I am. Yeah. This is this is Joe. He has to make sure that he gets just enough 
gambling time in. And, you know, how, how many bets? Because you guys can picture Joe, right, with all of his bets, and he's and he's yeah. fumbling through them. What a loser! Yeah. You know, Russell has this thing, but he's fumbling through it and looking. <laughs> you know, whoop, 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 thinks he missed one. You know, things like. Meanwhile, that. So, when I'm in Vegas, I'm wearing fine clothes. I'm going to museums and. Getting culture, okay. Don't have time for sports gambling. Not really my thing. Not interested in it at all. We do some yeah. one of these one of these times. We need to go to a concert for real. I know we talk about it, but we really need to do it. Russell. Oh yeah, we'll see you there. Yeah, <laughs> I've been to I've been to Diamond Joe's once. I went on a road trip. We were going to Kansas City with a few buddies. A few of them are dedicated listeners of the podcast. But on the way down, we stopped at Diamond Joe's. We went in and we were going to play blackjack for a while. None of us won a hand. We lost like a combined thousand dollars in like Jesus 20 minutes. God. We went and got back in our car and then there was a car wreck in front of us. So we sat in traffic for like two hours. <laughs> it was the worst casino experience ever. It was horrible. About about what, a Diamond Joe's. What, what was more horrible? That that casino trip or going to the Rolling Stones concert? <laughs> About fucking even. Oh, Russell, have you not learned well, your lesson? Actually, the Rolling have Stones is better until... about what not to say about that Rolling Stones trip. My God. Oh yeah, sorry. Rewind that. But <laughs> no, it out. the Rolling Stones was probably a little bit better until I heard how much fun Matt had, and then yeah. it made it worse. So yeah, it was Diamond Joe's, <laughs> then Rolling Stones. Russell could barely hear anything, but he looks out on the floor and he sees Matt going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He just gets so mad. He's like, "What's going on down there? I hate this." I the the best part of Diamond Joe's was getting like a subway sandwich because they have a subway in the casino. Oh, so I got to decide whether, oh whether the subway was better than the tacos I had oh. at US Bank Stadium. Oh. So I'm gonna take the subway. Can you imagine Jones. a sadder sight? Here's here's Russell sitting down to a blackjack table. He pulls out from in front of him a plastic bag, subway, opens it up, meatball sub. He's eating a meatball sub, spilling it all over. Nobody cares. The dealer doesn't say anything, loses three hundred dollars, goes to sit in his car. Guy next to him's ashing into his oh, into a sandwich. Hey, what kind of you, what kind of sun chips did you get? Oh, I got the blue kind or whatever. You know, it's blue and red. We don't know what the flavors are. Red all day. You, you, you no way. Cheddar. No, oh, blue, red. All blue oh, sun cheddar chips with the, are so much better. Get the cheddar fingers. Oh yeah. I'll fucking kill you, Aaron. Okay, I will come over there and fucking kill you. Shut oh, the fuck up. Things have really taken a turn once again. <laughs> I mean, your son saw championships, and now we're fighting about sunships. Uh, so oh, hey, nice. I got invited. Uh, my rolling going is I got invited to lift in March at the Arnold in Ohio. Every year, yes. oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger sets up a, wow. a strength expo where basically it's like the biggest. It's like the biggest strength event in the United States. Wow. Wow. And so because I was a national champion this year, I just get to go because I. It, but it's like the. It's going to be like. Because you have bodybuilding and power and powerlifting and strongman. And so like the best of the best in the world are there. I can only imagine who's going to attend the 40-year-old fat guy powerlifting competition. It's going to be like me and Jenny and the judges in a room. And that's going to be the only people watching. And all the foot freaks listening right now. All the foot freaks right now are going to show up. They're going to want to see you in person. I, I mean, because you know where I'm going to go. I am going to go straight to the female bodybuilders, and I will be there for three straight days. I will not move, okay? And I'm going to dress up like a chair, where my face is. My face is the seat. Is is this in Vegas or is it in Iowa, where you can only use one arm to lift the bar? Like yes. Iowa powerlifting yeah. meets where you can only use your right you arm to, to lift the bar. You have to lift a big thing that says 100 pounds on it. <laughs> Aaron, let me ask you. Are you still thinking about me disguised as a chair? Is that what you're thinking about? Uh, yes. Like that. And then leading into the. My chair just said good luck to me. <laughs> when I stood up, my chair said good luck. That came, 
That can't be right. <laughs> no, my chair has multiple speeds. Who can imagine? Why, why would a chair need multiple speeds? Oh, there it is. <laughs> There it is. My chair, my chair seat has a mustache. What? It said, let me clear off a space for you to sit. And then went like this real loud. That can't be good. But see, yeah, I'm going to go see the female bodybuilders and admire their physique and stuff. Uh, so I think, but my, my question is this. Work. There's a chance. I'm going to. <coughs> more like body of twerk. Sit on this. Um <laughs> The best thing about these jokes on this particular night is Jay-Z would approve of all of them. Jay-Z yeah. would really, like, I sometimes I feel bad about, like, what we're doing to we the did. artist in question, and, like, Jay's all in on this We stuff. don't need to spend too much time on this album. This album is... Jay-Z, Jay-Z, Wash. of course, most famous song, Female Bodybuilder Sitting on My Face, part two. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no. Huh? I, I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, and then, meanwhile, Listen. right? You're the one in trouble because you're dressing up like a chair at a female bodybuilder meet. Like, <laughs> excuse me. That's probably what's going to happen. He's going to be like, "Excuse me, sir. You have to leave. You're dressed up like a chair." I would advise not doing an Arnold impression when you meet Arnold. I mean, maybe you've already thought of this. I was going to say this is much better than the Hulk impression. <laughs> I think this is a pretty darn good impression. I think if I stand next, I think here's the plan. I think if I stand next to him and he says, "Hey," That was unbelievable out there. Great lifting. I'll be like, hey, this is like the movie Twins. Right? That's like a good gag. Him and oh, that's I. That's good. Like, yeah. I think that's okay. I think you should, you know, you're growing, it looks like you're growing your hair out. I think you should like get the exact haircut that uh, Danny DeVito had. Yes. <laughs> you know, and just and like, and like figure <laughs> out whatever he's dressed. You know, bit. they dressed, the, they had the exact same suit when they came to town. Yes. Stuff like that. Just find out what he's wearing. That, if you had the little gray just suit on, that would be wearing. amazing with the red tie. <laughs> Uh, let's talk. Get to Aaron's favorite part of the show. You skipped me. I'm only going again. Oh my god, I did. I would love to know. It's the second time how in three weeks. Rolling going with Russell, Russell, rolling going. How's it going with you? Now we can just skip it if we want. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is how we know it's going to be a good one. No legit. I have to go. Yeah, or not? yes, of course. You get to go, you know Russell. What? We don't so say have to. It's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. This is coming out right before Thanksgiving. Mm. Uh, you know, some of us look ahead for times. Aaron, Matt, Robbie refuse to look ahead to what's going on in the world. <laughs> Living the now. But I'm looking ahead. Living it is Thanksgiving. Now. Best Actually, Thanksgiving songs of all time. No, I don't oh. have a list. I don't have a list. But what I was wondering, so I've kind of reached the point where you know I'm a little bit older. <laughs> That's the family Thanksgiving yeah. song. Yep. All right. We got it. We got it. But so what I was wondering is I've reached the point where I'm a little bit older. I don't have kids like you guys. And so at some point, your extended family get togethers start fading away and they just go away. And so what? whether you stop hanging out with cousins, like at some point in life, you stop going to like Thanksgiving with your cousins. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Right. At some point in life, you stop maybe going to Thanksgiving with your brothers and sisters at some point. Right. It's just your family. It's true. Right? And it's so true. I think I'm kind of reaching the point where my brother and sister, they, they live a little bit further away, but they've got their own kids. They've got their own family, their own traditions, which is great. Mm -hmm. But at what point is it okay for like, at what point did you guys stop doing like the extended family for Thanksgiving? You're like, you know what? I don't need to spend this much time with my extended family. It can go away. I'm just doing my own thing with my own, the, 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 the people underneath my house. I think logistically it happens. Why do you have people you underneath know? your house? 
I think you should ask yourself <laughs> what, what's going on there. Don't ask you questions about the people under the house. We have told you about this, Aaron. <laughs> yes. Don't ask questions about people under the house. Don't ask. Don't ask. Ever ever that. That's, I think half of it is just logistically, right? Like your brother gets married and then all of a sudden like his, it's a huge deal for his wife's family to have Thanksgiving. So they just all of a sudden drop off and they're going to spend all the time over there. Or, you know, like my family, we had, my mom's got six siblings. So eventually it just got, there's not a house big enough to hold all the cousins and all of their kids and everything. And so then one family kind of drops off and then it just kind of comes a smorgasbord yes, of, yes. <laughs> of people. Right. And then eventually, you know, everybody's just got their own thing and you do half this year, half that year. And so I don't know, it kind of just becomes a logistical thing where mm-hmm. all of a sudden you look around, and you're like, Hey, there's nobody here. I can just watch football all by myself and eat this KFC and I'll be just fine. I can tell you it's Thanksgiving number two after you have kids. Because Thanksgiving, number one with kids, you're like, let's bring these kids around. We're going to show them to all the family. You go, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, they're putting raisins in the dressing. You're like, I am never coming back here <laughs> in my entire life for Thanksgiving. This is bullshit. There should be raisins in, in the stuffing. I am never doing this again. I mean, there's what's the point? And then it's terrible. You also think that you're going to go there and your kids, and people are going to want to hold yeah, your kids, yeah. right? Or hang out with your kids. Right. Yeah. And then they do it for like five minutes, and then you're sitting there, and it's like, oh, this is normally like a five-hour event, right? Right. Where, and I've got my kid here and I have to hold him for five yeah. hours and take care. This sucks. This Thanks, is no good. Thanksgiving Thanksgiving at the heart of it is a shitty holiday. It's hanging on by a thread, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, if Thanksgiving was on a Saturday, people would be like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. But because it's on a Thursday, it's like we get Wednesday off, we get Friday off, Thanksgiving, good to go. But it is not like there is nothing you're great happening. You get Tuesday and Wednesday off, too. I mean, just right. You're like, you're, yeah, you're kind of working. The entire, just throw Monday in there. Just throw Monday the, in for good luck. The, you're, you're, uh, you're doing, you're meeting your objectives. You know, you're. Oh, my God. I, the I'm reports are going out the, Excuse me, Aaron. the door. It's fine. I'm, I just had to call because I'm going to ask you, are you meeting your objectives? I do. <laughs> Until you get a needs improvement, you're okay, right? Yeah, right. That's it. Like, hey, Rob, you got to make sure people know you're holding up the fake. Oh, yeah. phone. You're holding up. Excuse the fake me, Aaron. Phone. Do I hear a looping video about how geysers work in the background? You're fired. <laughs> I don't think you are meeting your objectives. Uh, Thanksgiving is different for. I mean, Thanksgiving is different for us because it's the one holiday since we moved to California. We haven't traveled for, so we're always here for Thanksgiving. So we have not. Yeah. That's when we stopped doing the the big family thing. You guys were like, "Fuck it, we don't want any more raisins in the stuff." Because we usually go, yeah, we, usually, we usually go at Christmas and that Thanksgiving. So it's a, it's an entire holiday dedicated to one of the worst meats out there. Like turkey, nobody's ever like, "Oh boy, yum yum, a delicious turkey" on any other day except for Thanksgiving. Even Christmas, you switch like a goose. The best turkey is two chickens. That's the that's what that's what I've heard, which I think is true. <laughs> My family, right. we just buy turkey yeah. breasts now. We don't even buy a full turkey because none of us like the dark. You meat. don't eat the dark meat. I see. Now no. that I have a problem with. We're not going to turn this into a Thanksgiving no. food podcast, but you got to get some dark meat in your dark life. Dark meat Rob. is made with the poop of the bird. And a lot of people don't realize that, but <laughs> I am a science teacher. <laughs> That's not true. It is. <laughs> There's a lot of poop That's talk on this podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Think about I didn't it. Bring that, hey, I didn't bring this up. Yeah. Oh, yum, yum. A turkey drumstick. You think it's going to be good because yeah. you're like knights of the round table. And then yeah, you bite like, in and it's like red. And you're like, fat red. Why is this and red? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. That's one thing you can get an eye with too. At the Drake Relays, you can get a whole turkey leg. You just gnaw on it while you're watching world-class athletes. That's, that's so weird you. that you can get farm-related stuff at a Drake Relays in Iowa. That, can you get, <laughs> let me guess. Can we get some corn maybe? Mm, yum, yum. No, not usually because it's in April. Like corn's not in the season. You can get turkey leg. You can get a pretty yeah. good, there's a good gyro. You can get poke bowl, of course. Some great Ethiopian yeah, food. 
Aaron, how do the Drake relays work when people aren't allowed to run past half of the track? Like, how do they even pass the baton when they can't run past the turn? Oh, and now, now, now you're going to set off one of our listeners. One of our listeners is the world's greatest Drake relays fan. If we're, this might, if if this doesn't get him to call the back line, nothing will. What, what's the Drake relays? I've never I, heard of. What it. I love like about a, the Drake relays is that everyone there started at the bottom. And now they're here. <laughs> yeah. Now they're here. Got me in my feelings with these Drake relays. Is that like just an Iowa thing? I mean, I've never really heard of the Drake relays. Yeah, I thought Drake lived in Toronto. I thought he was yeah. from Canada. I didn't know he would go to Iowa you, to you run hear that? Race. They're trying. They're trying Does to. Does he have like a on. concert in the he middle might, of he it? He might go there to get trophies. They're trying trophies. to egg you on. You I love it. those uh, track races out in Oregon. I think those are the superior track oh. races. The best. Those are the ones I love to go to to watch people run around a track, which is a normal thing for adults to do. Okay, not a big Honestly, deal. Honestly, it's the pen and the Texas relays that are a problem because of all the Nike money. Those are the ones that are really messed with the Drake. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on this shit, guys. You know, Rob, like, you know what happens. The, the Drake relays are right behind the potato sack relays that like the work functions <laughs> yeah. people have to go to, like where you put the like, egg two toss. feet to the potato sack. Yeah. yeah. The potato sack relays and then the Drake relays. Yeah, and then the egg toss and maybe the water balloon. Yeah. 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 How did we get here? What happened? I don't know. We should talk about the album. Uh, Just wait. I have a joke for the end of the podcast. I have to write down real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Started at the bottom. Here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is the first time he's ever had to do that. I'm impressed. Let's get to Aaron's favorite part of the uh, album. It's the album. It's a music podcast. For nobody's favorite part of the show. Don't say that. Let's talk about the album. Oh, yeah. All right. So I listened to my little bit on the three things about the album for John Coltrane, and I hated the way it sounded. So I'm not doing it like that anymore. We are going back to my three strict three sentences about the album. Three sentences where we can interrupt. Okay. This is not the NPR prepared bit, and definitely not because I didn't want to do it this week. I realized I had set up one bit too many for this podcast. Listen, here's the deal. Jay-Z started out. He was This is like the this is like the Iowa version of the intro to an album. They don't want to do enough work to run across half the court fuck? where they've got to we end up with Iowa jokes. That was not the point of this That's podcast. Terrible. <laughs> You're gonna get me fired up. Okay. Only three sentences are allowed about this album in the state of Iowa. You want Aaron? We can go back to the chairs and the women bodybuilders joke. I, like I thought that. those, that I thought those, those are excellent. I got a bit about Shea know. lounges that kills. Oh, no, so Rob, Rob, there's 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 figure, isn't there like like isn't there like figure <laughs> champs and there's bodybuilders, isn't that the, yeah. the women's side? Yeah. And, and you go for the bodybuilders. Oh, I, I, you should see my Instagram, my suggested Instagram. I'll pull it up right now. Why, look at this. Suggested <laughs> Instagram, ready? I'm going to push the little magnifying glass and see let's see what comes up. Maybe we should have stuck with Rob's essay. This might not be working out well. <laughs> <laughs> look at this. Look what comes up. Look at the middle one. Right there. Rob, you got to describe what's going on here. Female bodybuilder. And then the one to the next to it is a close-up on women in tights doing squats. It's a lot of my Instagram. (laughs) Rob, read your three sentences. We've we've got off the rails. Is a female bodybuilder doing a squat and popping a zit. Like it's it brings all of (laughs) us. Oh, God. The trifecta. (laughs) What the shit? Why? Okay, wait, I gotta add to this. I gotta add to this joke for later in the podcast. Uh, so basically, right, like Jay-Z has become the biggest businessman in R&B history. He's not, he's not a businessman. He's a businessman. Business man. man. Uh, and that's why when he eats uh, fruit at work, it's a businessman. Go. Um, <laughs> so, but basically he started off with Big Pun and then he, the, he didn't get noticed. He didn't get signed to a record deal. And so he was dealing drugs on the street and then Payday Records came along and said, okay, we'll give you a record deal. 
He did uh, a record with Payday and then said basically like, they're doing a terrible job with this record. I can do a million times better. So he started his own record company called Rockefeller Record, three words. Sweet name, by the way, right? Rocks in here. And it's a great name because it rhymes a lot of stuff. I would do it at a record company called like Orange Records. And then I'd realize that Orange doesn't rhyme with anything. I'd be like, shit, I'm not good at this. Uh, And basically his first album in that record was, uh, uh, what's the one we're doing here? This one, uh, reasonable, reasonable doubt. doubt. This is his first solo album. Yes, and it's like this. This album is so neat because you know where Jay Z is going to end up, but to listen to where he started because he's he's talking about mm. the streets as a business, right? Which we know he's he gets good at, but it's really about kind of the pathos and like the the problems with on the street oh, rather than a super glamorous. I mean, you have a couple songs where he's literally glamorizing it, but this is still his worst selling album of all time. Every album after this totally blew up for Jay Z. Uh, but it's a lot of people, they love this album. They think it's his, his best one, including, uh, Jehovah himself. Jay-Z thinks this is still his best album that he's ever produced. So let's listen to reasonable. It's because he said, truthfully, I want to be like common sense, but I did five mil and I'm rapping like common sense. Like he wanted to be the backpack rapper, but he sold records and couldn't do it anymore. A backpack wrapper. Is that like when you go to the airport and you can wrap your bags up? What are you? T- what's a backpack wrapper? Yeah. Well, he wanted to like he wanted to be lyrical. He wanted to do this. Like he wanted to like just throw out bars over over an hour long album, just like wrap his ass off. And then it turned out like you you know that wasn't what it was selling for him. I will say I looked at the lyrics on Genius, and they were each song is like ten pages long. It is a they're lot. They're dense. They're dense. Like this is like this is your like this is like your favorite rappers. Favorite rap album. Like people studied this. This is what everyone wanted to to go to after Biggie was gone as the blue the pardon the pardon the phrase the blueprint for rap mafioso rap kingpin you know bars. This is can't knock the hustle. You can hear Mary, Mary J. J. On the track. Here. I mean, and yeah. If you like, if you open your album with Mary J. on it. You're, you're saying something. Well, it's funny because the only reason she did it is she did it as a favor to somebody she knew. And when she got there, they paid her $10,000 cash in a paper bag for the oh, job. That's that Aretha. That's that Aretha move. That's like, you better pay up or I'm out of here. But the song really sets the tone for the album because he's saying like, you can't knock the hustle. And when he raps about it, the streets are his job and the rap game is his hustle. Like that's his yes. side hustle, which, which kind of sets the tone for this whole album. It does. And it was, it set a whole template for rappers to follow where the, the whole thing was, how much did you not leave the streets? Like what, I can't remember which song it's going to come up where he talks about, I'm still spending money from 88, which I don't think was true. I think now the internet thinks that he wasn't actually that great at dealing drugs, but the, the whole template of, I don't need to rap because I was such a great drug dealer. Many people took from that after this. That this, this song started at the very beginning of the album started with like a sample of Carlito's way, the movie. Yes. And like this whole, this whole album is kind of like about having this high class lifestyle, right? Like there's all these Scarface Carlito's way yeah. type things. Yeah. And I read that um, Scarface is actually the most sampled movie in music history. It's been sampled 185 times 185. in music history, 185 times. There are three other movies that have been sampled a ton in music. Do you guys have a guess? I'm going to give you the top four. Do you have a guess at which movies? have been sampled the most oh, in music history. Well, how about The Godfather? Is that up there? It's a great guess, but that's not on there. Aaron, you got a guess? Alien. Alien <laughs> is incorrect. That's a that, that's a movie with one person in it. What would they even sample? It just sampled the space sample. on it. Well, a Scarface. Scarface. 
Scarface has won 185 times. I'm going to say, is it uh, Miss Doubtfire? That is also incorrect. Dumb and, d- dumb and Dumber. Oh, dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, so incorrect. Number four on the list is Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. Pulp oh, Fiction yeah. has been yep. sampled over 70 times in different... You've got the beginning, like, you've got the... Pull my wallet out there. You've the got uh, the path of the righteous man right. is beset on all sides. You've got all that stuff. You've got the people screaming at the beginning where they're in the diner. Yeah. Number three on the list is the movie The Warriors, where it's yeah. come out and play. Sampled 73 times. Number two on the list, you guys would have never guessed this one. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs has been sampled 85 times yeah. in music wow. when they're talking about mirror, mirror on the wall. You got like Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh. Mirror, they they mirror sample that. The oh, Snow right, White and right. the Seven Dwarfs, second most sampled movie in music history. Yeah, and the, and uh, I Amazing. think when they, I think, uh, what was that song? Uh, the, the, the Humpty Dance, which was done by the Eighth Dwarf named uh, Humpy. Okay, the Humpy Dance, I think, is what it. <laughs> yep. Sorry, I should have not have brought oh, that. Oh, Humpy! <laughs> <laughs> we got Doc, who helps treat these STDs after I'm hanging out with Humpy. Uh, politics as usual. As usual. Do you think Doc, the Seven Dwarf, ever did have to treat an STD? They, hey, he had. I mean, if there's seven, seven of them, they were probably getting into some yeah. stuff, right? Burns when I pee, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't. Always, I mean, this album always gets compared to Illmatic because they came out in similar time periods and mm-hmm. they're you know, similar construction. I don't. I don't always love the beats on this album. Like, uh, they're not to me as great as Illmatic, but uh, I do like that one. I like the kind of like uh, '70s uh, film guitar stabs in there. It's. I was. I was surprised to hear that. To me, this album is just kind of like it's it's a pretty standard. Like if, if an alien came down and said, what is a rap album? Like this is the yeah. album I'd probably give them of like this is kind of encompasses everything you're going to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including like here comes Biggie on Brooklyn's Ooh. Finest. But I mean, yeah, when, when Biggie shows up. But like, why are they talking about shit in your drawers? Hey, you got to rap about what you know. The chance of Biggie Smalls shitting his drawers is 100%. As a big man, I can tell you, it happens sometimes. It is that thing, like Biggie, Biggie would always take it there. Like Biggie would always go to the next level. And so Jay spent two songs talking about his street persona and how tough he is. And, and Biggie's like, I'll shoot your daughter. In the calf muscle and like no one like who the fuck talks that way like as soon as big shows up it's just like this now it's serious yeah he doesn't seem like the nicest guy when he says he's going to shoot your daughter in the calf <laughs> no. muscle okay like put the pillowcase over you your guys face, actually don't muscle, understand because you don't like, have daughters i have daughters okay and i understand of a daughter that would be bad Shooting, <laughs> that would be i mean you know top five where's the song on the best songs on the album is this the best song on the album for you guys or not no no. no, I like 22 twos. I think that's my favorite. 22 twos is okay. great. I, I think Brooklyn's finest to me is the best because Biggie's on it. My one, of, I think it's not necessarily my favorite. I really like feeling it actually. Cause I like the, the sort of vibe, but what no, about you, Russell was, what's your best song in the album? This is one of my favorites. And part of it, I think might be the sample. It's sampling a song called ecstasy from the Ohio players. Ooh, some funk. Yeah. You know what? Roller coaster? You know what, Aaron, you've been saying like, we've talked about this. How many times have we heard like the Ohio players being sampled on the hip hop albums? This has to be when Aaron, you talk about like, I don't know if you call them crate diggers, like people digging in and finding these old albums and sampling, like the Ohio players have to be up on the list yeah. for most sampled groups. Don't you think for sure? Cause they, they were the funk man. Like they, they, and, and it was, it, they were of the perfect generation where a lot of the people who were making hip hop beats at this time were listening to that when they were kids. So it was like in their ears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's a good thing these rappers were depending on crate diggers and not grave diggers. Grave diggers. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. 20 trucks for 20 bucks. You'll find some fucking truck. You only need the edge. The idea of a- but if they're in Iowa, they're not allowed to go over half of the junk. They're only allowed to stay on one side of the studio. In Iowa, they just call monster trucks trucks. Uh, Doug Pleasant is too clean. <laughs> this is this is what Nas was talking about and yeah. Jay Z later on. on uh, what? See that got, background reminds me of Nas, Rosie. You know that is Nas. They're yeah. sampling Nas's voice because Jay says, uh, "Yeah, I sampled your voice. He was using it wrong. I made it a hot line. You made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. So he took Nas's voice and turned it into a song." Oh, it's so good. Can you imagine if I took like a something you said and I was like, "Yeah," but when you said it, it sucked, and then when I use it over and over, it's actually really good. <laughs> like. <laughs> Kind of like you have a whole page of Rosie's laughs yeah. and a whole page well, of Rosie's, say. like, that's what I call my penis. And all well, that yeah, stuff. like, I, can you imagine saying something over and over and thinking it's funny just because you did a lot? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. It was the takeover on the blueprint. I forgot. I was trying to I was trying to remember what track on the blueprint he eventually references this one is the takeover. Because then Nas talked about it in Ether. If, oh, if, Aaron's, if Aaron's dad and if Aaron's dad and brother went to the monster truck rally, they'd be yelling, please let the monster truck go over the jump. <laughs> the jump's on the wrong side of the field. Uh, 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 please, please, please. Uh, this is feeling it. Feeling it. I love this one. Yeah, I do too. I just like the vibe on this one. I like, I like the vocals. It's, kind of, it's very jazzy, isn't yes. it? Well, it's great because it's yeah. a song about what you want to hear about, which is rappers doing awesome things, drinking champagne with the honeys, going on vacation, not having to worry about like, oh, where are the kids going to sleep? Are they going to sleep on the pull-up bed? Oh, no, guess what, Dad? You're actually going to end up sleeping on the pull-up bed while the kids sleep in the king-size bed with your wife which was not the plan in the first place. Oh, what's that? Your back hurts the next day? Oh, too bad, because now you have to take the kids to the beach because the wife's at a conference. Hey, Jay-Z's not singing about that because when he goes on vacation, it rules. It's fun. He doesn't have to put up with shit all day. Get a nanny and put up with that shit. Marriage is going great, by the way. Yeah, He's getting weeded. Throw out there. Sometimes he, sometimes he even hears himself moaning. Yeah. Oh, what's that? We have to spend all the morning of our vacation looking for a Starbucks? At a resort, because you can't, you we can't just do the coffee in the room. We got to find a Starbucks. No, this is what we I'm wanted to do. It. I love walking around with my kids looking for a coffee. <laughs> There's no way that happens. Jay Z's never had that no, conversation. Jay Z has he? never said that ever, ever. He's instead dressed up like a chair in the hotel room with Beyonce. <laughs> well, you guys know that I like to keep it realer than most. <laughs> And I'm feeling it tonight. I agree with that. And my crystal, my crystal is on ice, so I'd Ooh. like to make a toast. Oh yes, but I keep spilling it, so I'm drinking crystal tonight. You're drinking crystal. Crystal. Well, oh no, wait. Did actually, you actually go Aaron, buy crystal. Actually, no, Aaron. Crystal is way too expensive. So instead, I'm drinking Saint Ryan Brut Rosé in honor of the champagne bar that I went to with Rob ah, and Jenny. I'm drinking oh, wow. a cheaper champagne instead because I can't afford. The crystal, like how much? It, can you imagine living the life where you could afford crystal, like Jay Z? Like, no. Can you imagine, Rob, if like they were pestering him about going to like going to the art, the children's art fair, and he's like, oh. I, "I'm sorry, I've got oh. to drink my crystal." Do you think Jay Z's wife ever found a bakery that is a 25 minute Uber ride away 
So you have to get up in the morning, call the Uber, wait for it, ride with the family over to the bakery. Turns out it's in a very dangerous part of town. You do not feel safe at this bakery. You try it. It's fine. Your day is gone. You, you are living. You're at a place on the beach. You drove inland to get the bakery. Jay-Z has never had to deal with that. He is drinking Cristal. No do you think Jay-Z ever sat in the third, the third deck of a concert? Like, does he ever go to a concert? He's like, well, I don't know. It's kind of expensive to sit on the floor. We're going to sit in the third deck. No, Jay-Z has never, ever sat in the third deck ever. That, that pisses me yeah. off. Jay-Z has never had to quietly f- wife because the kids are sharing a hotel room with him. That's wow. never happened to Jay-Z wow. ever. Gee, oh, no. Shh. That's always what it said beforehand. Shh. All right. Do you think Jay-Z ever had to apologize for not inviting his mother-in-law to a concert like Matt did? That Now that might have actually happened. Let's not forget, Jay-Z got his ass kicked in an elevator by his own sister-in-law. So like the whole, I cannot listen to this album without thinking about the fact that Yes, Rob. What do you mean? I don't know that story. You don't know the Solange kicked Jay-Z's ass in an elevator? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I don't know any of this story. That was after he cheated with Becky with the good hair, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, all this stuff. Jay-Z. This is when I went to music theory class in Iowa, and they didn't teach us this part of the section of music history. We only got up through, like, the 1800s, yeah. and they're like, no the more music. I can't, I can't hear any of this stuff without thinking about the fact that Beyonce, 15, whatever, years later, maybe 20, used every single thing about this and his entire career against him. And just like, she ethered him. She totally ethered him on Lemonade. And like his entire recorded output just got turned right back around on him for all the braggadocio, all the bravado. And she was just like, no, like I'm, I'm Beyonce. You're Jay-Z. You're not quite on my level. His vacations are so good that he does not care. (laughs) Do you think he ever gets out of the shower in the hotel and there's no dry towels? They're all wet on the floor. And because he was the last one to take a shower, he does not get a dry towel. That does not happen to Jay-Z. Like, can you imagine Jay-Z sitting in the Orlando airport with his kids leaving Disney World and just like he's in complete oh. hell. He's just sitting there with all the all the idiots waiting to fly home he with their kids. He probably takes a separate about. flight from them, right? Oh. Like he takes oh. his own oh my God. flight and they get their own private oh. flight. His, you know that moment where you t- get out of the you drive to the airport, you get out of the car and you walk around to open like your wife's door and like the child's door. That's your vacation, like by yourself. That's the only time, right? That you have by yourself. That's Jay-Z's whole vacation. That's the greatest part of my vacation is like when I drop my wife off and then drive to park the car and I'm walking by myself. I'm like, this is as good as a vacation gets. When I tell my kids, here, watch my bag. I'm going to go in the bathroom and I just sit in there for five minutes. Don't go to the bathroom. Just sit there by myself. Best part of my trips now. By a mile. Jay-Z has so much money that if someone opened up hot food on his private jet, he could throw yeah. him out the jet and nobody would say a fucking thing about it. I can tell you, it. Jay-Z has never had his wife go sit up in first class and he's stuck with the kids in the back. That's never happened. There's never happened. Zero chance. And then when when you get off, you're hungry, and then your wife is drunk because she's up in first class. And then she says, I didn't even eat all the food. They gave me so much food, I didn't even eat it. Do you think when when Jay-Z goes to a fuck fest, he has to worry about which socks? No, No, No absolutely not. No, it's casual. He he doesn't even wear socks. He probably just wears, like, super nice slip-ons. He gets to decide what the dress code is. He doesn't abide by the dress code. He sets the code. I guarantee that Jay-Z has never been on a plane, gotten the Delta Biscott cookies that he loves so much. It's one of the favorite things he gets. And then his kids decided to get pretzels and then decided they wanted cookies instead, so you had to give one each to each kid, and now you get zero cookies because of their bad decisions. That has never happened to Jay-Z. 
Yeah, he doesn't have to give back his bottle of Cristal or anything like that to exchange it for cookies or no. anything, does he? He gets both. I guarantee that Jay-Z has never gone on vacation and then found out two of his kids didn't pack any pants or whatever. Like, that doesn't <laughs> happen to Jay-Z. Doesn't happen. I guarantee Jay-Z's sister has never called and complained about the content of his podcast. Either, <laughs> no, she? Nope. Too much, Definitely not. Too much, too much bathroom humor. Uh, the Evils, RMG, the guy, Evils. Little, little Snoop on this. Yeah, I got the Snoop sample from Murder Was the Case. I don't know if it's a good thing when the Snoop sample is one of my favorite parts of the pod. Yeah. I, I think it's, or, or the album, I don't think it's a good thing. Well, no. I, isn't it a little strange that an East Coast rapper would be sampling just a West Coast? Like, can you do that as a rapper? You can just sample other rap songs and just put them in your... He did it a lot on this album, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, he did it a bunch of times. It's a little, it's a little strange. I don't know. This is my favorite song, Russell. This is Twenty Two Twos. Twenty Two Twos. Guys, he does says the homophone two twenty two times in this song. If you count him up, twos, Which twos, pretty amazing. Twos. He's just counting this in his head. It's amazing. Aaron, I heard Wu Tang here. Does this sound like Wu Tang to you? That that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds very Wu Tang to me. Yeah. He had done a, a posse cut on for a big pun with ODB before this album came out. That was part of my uh, NPR thing that got cut. This from 96 and Enter the Wu-Tang was 93. So obviously Wu-Tang was everywhere in New York for all of the time Jay-Z would have been recording this. So yeah, this one, uh, there's another one later that to me has a, a Wu-Tang feel, but for sure that kind of like spooky string type sound. Yeah. Wu-Tang for sure. But so yeah, that's the one that's, a, that's like, I do love that as you get later into the album, he kind of just starts doing like, yeah, I mean, it's like Coltrane just going into the woodshed and practicing, like, but he's letting us hear it on the album. Like, he's just, he's just trying stuff out. Like, oh, I'm going to see how many times, like, can I count myself saying two, 22 times? And then, like, when, later when we get to friend or foe, he just, like, switches up his flow entirely. So it's pretty impressive. He's just doing, like, exercises and practice on this, on this album. Yeah. Matt, what do you think of Jay-Z? We listened to Blueprint. Does this one rank up above Blueprint for you? Or are you a Jay-Z guy or not? I know you're outcast, but what, what's your Jay-Z's thoughts? I, 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 Kind of neutral. I just have never gotten into him. Obviously, he's got great mm-hmm. songs, things like that. This album doesn't really do it for me. I don't know if I can pick out a favorite. Um, I'm with you. You know, it's just, just kind of a it, it's kind of a throw in. I think everybody. Rob made the comment. <clears throat> excuse me. Rob made the comment. Yeah, it was that, smart. Yeah, it, was, it kind of was smart. But I think you said that you know if you were to plop some aliens down, um, nice. you'd show them the what a chair was. Guy You're going to show the aliens pots. what a chair was. Uh, bleep Lord, hot, hot blip. sauce on his feet. This is a chair. Okay, just trust <laughs> and me. Then, blah, blah, blah. then sushi and Hulk Hogan or something. But then you would go towards show, show what rap is. And this is the album that you would say was rap. But is this is kind of like Nas where it's three or four or five years before this style of rap got really big, right? And so I think mm-hmm. this is obviously in this spot in the top 100 for that reason, it's very influential. But, you know, now that we know everything else that he's done, it kind of backs it off, you know, from a, in my mind, what is a good album for Jay-Z? Hey, Bleep Blorp, are you asking what that stick is over there? Oh, yeah, that put your legs up if you pull on it. Try it. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the alien sitting on my face. That's my bad. What? Uh, what? This next song, I, that was I, that was the only scene playing in my mind during Matt, was Matt was talking. I'm so sorry. This next song is like when I get my can opener out and I open it up and it goes, 
Lightning crashes and a new mother cries. This is Can I Live? Can I Live? No. Live? What? Are live on this list, Matt? Check if live is on this list. There, no. Come on. And I don't think that Jay Z's placenta ever fell to the floor. I think this is a hint at the style that was to come in Life and Times of Sean Carter and where he's like, he's, he's moving like this kind of gives you the idea. Like I'm moving toward rap anthems where I got a kind of strong hook. I get like some big horns on the, on the track and I'm going to like slow down some of my rhymes and not just do a super dense, you know, multi-syllabic stuff. Oh, I got a, I had a question on can't, can't, can I live? Yeah. Can I live? Um, I read that this was a, some sort of sample of Burt Bacharach. Is Burt Bacharach a famous artist or is he only famous for being in the Austin Powers movies? <laughs> Like, remember, wasn't he like famous for being a joke in the Austin Powers? He wasn't movies, a joke. He, like, he was really, like, no, he he wrote hits, right? He wrote joke. some big hits. What? The he wrote some hits. World? Yeah, hits name one. He's legit. Name Bird one Packer. hit that wasn't. Name one hit that wasn't in the Austin Powers movies. Did he write "Walk on By"? Yeah, I was gonna say I "Walk know. on By." Nobody knows. I think <laughs> he's not a famous <laughs> in Austin Powers. He also wrote that ACDC song, "Big Balls." Uh, ain't no N word. This is this one. I'm telling you this, this, I love the flow on this song. And, yeah. and Matt, I took you to where he's mentioned on this. He mentions papayas, the hot dog place in the village. And it, yeah, you mentioned that to me. That's your friend, Russ. Yeah. That's a different friend. I talk about all my guys. I talk with all you guys about hot dog places in New York. Like I love those glizzies, but here's the thing. Like what is your hot dog style? Like if you had the perfect hot dog, what would be on that hot dog? Just mustard. Just ketchup. Oh my God. Is this the end of the podcast? Aaron's like, I'm man. guessing Aaron's. Oh, hey, here's, here's what's, what's the game called? Do we know Aaron? What's it called? Air in or air out. Air in or air out. Air in or air out. Over under Matt and Rob. Yeah. Over under four and a half toppings Aaron typically puts on uh, a hot dog. I was gonna oh, say somewhere, I was gonna put it at three and three quarters. Yeah, I was, was the over under. So I'm gonna go I would have said two I'm gonna go under your four and a half. I would have said two and a half. I'm gonna four. say under that, but I think it's about two or three. Aaron, what do you like on a hot dog? Aaron, typical hot dog. All right, dog. so How typically at home, if I'm making my own hot dog at home, it's gonna have a pickle. Yes, it's gonna have hot sauce. Mustard mayo. Oh shit! That's four. Anything else? I think that's it. If I'm at home, shit, air out. I will tell you the the best hot dog I ever had in my life, and the one and only time I bought a hot dog, the one and only time I bought a bacon wrapped hot dog from a cart here in 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 the San Francisco Uh Bay. (laughs) Okay, was there was just this one time, guys? The one time I bought a bacon. I know you're gonna think, oh, I buy a bacon wrapped hot dog all the time. (laughs) This is the one time. If you go down. If you go down in the bathroom eating that, that would be. Oh epic. my god! If you go down like if if your end is in the bathroom Elvis style eating could the they bacon tell? wrap hot dog, if they looked in the toilet and they yes. saw a bacon wrapped hot dog. They'd be like, oh, "Okay, that's a normal thing to find." So in the I will never forget the 2012 <laughs> M- baseball playoffs. Oh, and Russell, you came out here Jesus that summer. Christ. You saw that A's team with me, and they didn't look like anything in July. And then they ended up making the playoffs when they were playing Detroit in the first round. I bought tickets for Game Five just in case there was a Game Five. Guess what? Coco Chris walked it, walked it off in game four. They, there was a game five. Game five. I take my lady to go see it. Justin Verlander's on the mound against the A's. They yeah. lose six to nothing. Verlander shoves it straight up their ass for nine innings. <laughs> Nobody leaves. Everyone's in their seats. 50,000 strong all the way to the very end. Everybody's screaming, let's go, Oakland. I was brokenhearted. My first experience with the A's breaking my heart. 
And I leave the stadium and there's a cart selling bacon wrapped hot dogs where they grill it on like on aluminum foil. And yeah. so that's that's yes. that's the one and only time I get the bacon wrapped dog. Yeah. Best dog I had in my life. That one was wrapped in bacon. So I don't know if the bacon counts. Uh, it counts. Jalapenos, onions, yeah. mm, sour cream. And I think that's it. I think that was it. So that's it. God damn it. It was under four and a half. And once again, Aaron's vegetarian wife starved to death. Okay. Aaron afterward was like, hey, what did you eat? What did you end up eating when we went? I didn't notice that you. You went to a, a baseball game, which I'm sure you love as much as I do. And you got to hear me talk about baseball for four hours. And then you didn't, you didn't eat anything. I just noticed that. Oh, well. Off to the garage to do the podcast with my friends. Still married nine years later. I know how to treat a lady. Friends of quotation marks, by the way. Uh, okay, friend or, or foe. foe. Makes you think, doesn't it? Because I got, I'll tell you what, I've got, I don't have full friends, but I've got three friends on here. This is a DJ Premier beat, which I didn't know until I looked it up, but I like he does the kind of like skipping drums. You guys hear what I said? Is my mic working? Yeah, we got you, Three friends, I have foe. You know what I? You know what I didn't hear earlier. Um, there were a lot of songs with piano earlier, and I kind of wasn't paying attention to <laughs> it. But I've got a list about the greatest hip hop songs ever that feature the piano. Ooh. I missed them earlier. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, I like it. But isn't there? There's a ton of songs in this where you've got piano, piano in the background, right? Sampling the piano. I think it's the Wu Tang influence too. I think RZA was always doing piano loops, Ahmad Jamal and such. When we talked about. You got distracted when we started talking about live. We, we're not going to do this one, but you guys remember back when we did Kanye West months and months ago. Remember where it's just playing the one piano yeah. key yeah. over and over where he, to, he toasts the douchebags. He toasts the scumbags. Yeah. He toasts all the jerk offs. That was a great oh. piano one. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar had a piano one or two. But okay. Wait, 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 wait. Gr- speaking the, of toast. Yeah. Speaking of toast. Yeah. Russell, Matt, what do you think Aaron yeah. puts on his toast? I'm going to say, I'm going to say peanut butter. What do you guys want to say? I think he's, he's. Two year, he's twenty two years past avocado toast. Like that was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He was in Oakland for a year, and he's already like, he's putting that, like so green bananas avocado. on there or something. Um, I'll just, I, I'm gonna just say dry, dry oh my toast. God. <laughs> That's <laughs> you don't know Aaron at all. You are Aaron. That's terrible, Aaron. You should dump him as a friend. Now I've only got two friends, not full friends. Matt, what do you think? Uh, he's got to put like an egg and some oh, that's butter and then some jam or something, some hot sauce. Yeah. He's, he's He does it up. Oh, yeah. Rosie, you're having a piece of toast. What goes on there? I will tell you, I've had both peanut butter and avocado toast this week. I had avocado toast for dinner tonight. <laughs> I had peanut butter toast for a snack yesterday. So I don't know. We got honey, too. So I had, I had honey on the peanut and, butter Aaron, toast. Aaron, we're not talking about toes. Talking about peanut butter toes and you're putting honey on there. You sicko. <laughs> Put the feet down. Taking your you wife to a baseball here. game and then making her put her feet into hot dog buns and chewing on them? Gross. And that's the picture you use for your Zoom background? Gross. No thanks. All right. So this oh, list, list is the best hip hop. Oh, yeah, this list. is the best hip hop, hip hop, best hip hop songs you ever that feature the piano at some point in the song. Yeah, right? let's hear it. All right. So the first song on the list, we got to go back to 1989. This is from the album. The biz never sleeps. Oh. This is Biz Markey, <laughs> just a friend. Check out the piano. Yeah. Is this like a kid's this piano? This is off of uh, Freddie Jackson, Save Me, right? Russell, you probably don't un- you probably don't realize, but there's a lot of different kinds of pianos. Do you know what kind of piano this is that they're playing? No. You know what? I thought I was going to try to do acoustic, and then I realized I don't know what any of them are. So, but Aaron, you were right. This is a, a Freddie Scott. Freddie Scott. Freddie Scott. Uh, Freddie Scott sample. 
But if you guys, you need to at some point go and check out the video oh, so good. because it's essentially Biz Markie dressed up as like Mozart yes. or some composer with like the big wig, <laughs> and he's just slamming the on the piano. It's a great video. Yeah. It's a great video. A great song too. I love the message of that song too, where like basically like if your wife has a friend, ugh, you're so fucked. Your marriage is done for. <laughs> Okay, and that's something I've really stuck by. You know, I'm always looking at her phone, seeing what's going on. No friends, please. No friends. Yeah, and that pays off dividends when uh, we go on vacation. Okay, and she has to take a nap, and so we all have to vacate the hotel room. We all go have to go to the pool for three hours. Well, she takes a nap. Another and thing, Jay Z does not have to do. No chance, Jay Z ever has to leave the no. hotel. Oh, excuse me, can you leave? I'm nap. taking a nap. What? I, we're yeah. on. He, get, he gets he gets to leave without his kids and go sit at yeah. the club the whole day, right? Oh, uh, oh, club. I, I can tell you, Jay Z never went to the pool, and then his wife announces she is not going to the pool all week. So when the kids are in the pool, you, the husband, have to be in the pool the entire time. <laughs> you never get any time out of the pool. You are stuck in the pool with the kids. It's your Sisyphean task for the vacation. Can you just like imagine like Jay Z's out there? He's just exhausted. He's been watching his kids in the pool for a week, yeah. and Beyonce said not having a part yeah. any part of it. Yeah. And then meanwhile, she orders shrimp for lunch from poolside service. And it's like $35. And you're like, wow, I'll never financially recover from this. All right. What's up here? Next song, next song on the list from 1989, 1998, I should say. This is Greatest Hits. This was after his death. This is Tupac Changes. Check out the piano here. Oh, Bruce Hornsby in the range. You're right. Life worth living. I got that vinyl. So That's a pretty cool piano, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, love it. It's such a song. Such a great song. You know what I was thinking when I heard this though? Like, so they—I don't think this was released on an album. This was released after he died. Like. Uh, th- that's kind of bullshit, isn't it? Like, right. if I were to pass away and you guys were to go take a bunch of stuff that got cut out of our podcasts oh. and release it, that is not acceptable. Oh, I'm going, not allowing going straight that. to the bank with that. Why do you that's care? Bullshit. I'm saving all the rough, rough cuts, Russell. I've got all those saved away. Everything we said. The yeah, it's all going to be out there. And yep. I can add, splice it together, as you noticed in the opening song this week. Seamless <laughs> transitions. <laughs> Next song on the list. Um, this is Eminem, Mockingbird. Ooh, the reason Eminem. we have to play this is almost every Eminem song is really offensive. True. And it's like, ah, I don't really want to play this. I don't want to celebrate this. But this is kind of acknowledged as one of Eminem's only clean, not super offensive songs. It's like it's like that rare episode of the podcast where Rob doesn't offend everyone. Oh. So here we go. This is Eminem, Mockingbird. Check out the piano here. Haley, I know you miss your mom, and I know you miss your dad when I'm gone, but I'm trying to give you the life that I never had. I can it's not even a sample, right? They did this like... No, that, that is not a sample. I think they had a, a real keyboard displaying right. that one. Oh, that's, that's touching. That one's kind of suck. Let's just skip them. Let's move it along. <laughs> Next song. I kind of always wondered about this song because the song's called Still Not a Player, oh. which made me wonder, Ooh. was Big Pun ever a player and he changed yeah, to not. not being a player Never or been not? A player. Check, out the, Never check been. out the piano on this one. Ah, like, that's one of those, like, you hear that chord, you know where you're at. Like, yeah. you're hitting yes. straight to the dance floor. You hear that chord? Big Pun was always yeah. inspirational when I was growing up because I was, I was like, well, I'm never going to be that big. Like, I'm never going to get to that point where you can just roll me down the street like you could with Big Pun. He was so big. Do you think Big Pun ever laughed at that that interlude on the Biggie album where Biggie's having sex on the mattress? Oh. And, and Like, do you ever think he was like, this is a joke, I would destroy that? Big Pun not? was the mattress in that skit. He was playing the mattress. He was on the bottom. Tempur-Pedic. You got a tattoo on him. He was set. 
Next, next song on the list. This is from 2005. We have to do Kanye. I think Kanye's got the he best the piano, piano. piano. hip hop ever. So this is gone. Check out oh, this song here, a, and I think you'll like this one. We're just writing sample. Yes. Too late. You sweat up and I ain't talking about a cool And they just keep playing that same thing. Yes. Aaron, I read this was called an ostinato, which is repeating the same note over and over and over. Did you know that? I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have thought of that. But Aaron knew this. Matt or Robin, Matt, did you know that that sample is of Otis Redding singing there? I never knew that was Otis Redding in that I don't think song. I've ever heard that song in my entire life. Yeah, yeah I haven't heard that song. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the la- it's the last song on, is it Late Registration? Yes. 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 Yeah, it's such, I Uh-oh. love that song. Russia's kind of turning into an Aaron on the podcast. <laughs> Matt and I still cool. For our listeners that have heard it, you guys got to go back, check it out, and you're going to hear it's Otis Redding being too sampled. Late. I never knew that was Otis Redding. Yeah, and actually that Otis song is really nice too. All right, we're doing one more. We're going to cut that Eminem bullshit. <laughs> this is the last song that. on the list. No, this, this, is a, this, is, this is a newer song from 2017. So this is past when when any of us have been into music. But this is, the song is called Drowning, A Boogie with the Hoodie. Check this song out. I'm Check drowning. out the piano. I'm drowning. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh, I like that. Why she like me, bitch. I'm drowning in water. I just bought a Cuban, dipped it in a fountain. Bought a Cuban, dipped it in a fountain. A Juilliard trained pianist was playing this, and that the pianist who played on this song said they were trying to create this weird Bach-ish piano. I hear that. So they were trying to implement Bach, Aaron. Did you hear the Bach in that in that piano? I kind of do, yeah. yeah. I mean, it kind of has that same kind of repetitive sort of thing that Bach would do. That's cool. Play it one more time. I want to hear it. You know what I always say when we mix New York and Bach? What's you that? You g- get about it. Russell, that was a great list. That's impressive. Yeah. You can get about it. I like that. That was easily a That was a fun joke for me. That was so good. You uncultured swine don't get it, but it was a good one. What? Russell, great list. I loved it. Guys, this album it this album is too long. I'm gonna be honest. It's it's too long. Well, we only have twenty five more songs. Yeah. Uh, all right, we have Coming of Age. This one, oh, he's got his weed carrier on this one. This one had the style and profile reference. A lot of wrestling references on this, a lot of basketball references on this. There's a lot of cool references, but style and profile is definitely shout out to the nature boy, Rick Blair. Cashmere Thoughts. Ooh. This was based on his uh, pimp name, which was Cashmere Jones. I, I can tell you right now, remember when pimp, the word pimp became very big and very popular? It's right. so it's so bizarre that that happened. I remember I was teaching it when it became big, and I would tell the kids, like, well, you can't say that. And they're like, no. It's like, pimp my ride. And I was like, well, yeah, but that's, you can't. It's like when they sold shirts with the word porn star on them. Like, can you imagine right. wearing that now? That That's like, that is a Spencer Gift shirt. Porn star. That should be in a freaking museum now because you will never see one of those again ever. It's such a weird thing. Aaron, is that the shirt you were wearing when you met your father in law when you had the freezer said, door open? It said or rock not? star. It he couldn't rock see star. the freezer like, was cutting off the t shirt. <laughs> I was just, you should have the fridge open. You could have yeah. had the rest of it covered up, right? I was just holding, you know, those like those extra long popsicles. I was just holding one from the waist down. That's all I had. Jeez, what the Aaron, fuck Aaron, are you talking about? Extra, what's an extra long popsicle and why have I not heard about it until now? What are you talking about? Where can I get these extra long popsicles? Seriously, what are you are you what color are you thinking of when you think of an extra long popsicle? I was just trying to make a Are you thinking a of a freeze joke. pop? I, make I was like thinking one, I was I, thinking grape. Comparing it to a freeze pop, that's sick. I make Ugh. like one joke a month on here. I just I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to 
<laughs> Join in the jokes. I think if anything, you think of a penis, it's like that red, white, and blue popsicle, you know? Except it's, <laughs> pop. it's red, pop. it's red, pink, and gray. You know what I mean? Like that would be yeah. an appetizing. <laughs> like at a bright red, like a scary kind of where you're like, whoa, geez. Has been up jogging or something. All right. <laughs> that last song. That last song. One thing I wanted to know in the last song is there was a a, a sample from this guy named Melvin Hagen, who you guys probably better know him as Melvin Wawa Watson. Oh. Remember when we talked about Wawa oh, Watson? I mean, yeah. which episode? Temptations. Like yes. Papa was a rolling stone. Remember the Wawa pedal yes. on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a sample of that song of. Melvin Hagen, better known as the Wawa Watson. Yes, you did your homework on this one. That was his full name, Wawa Watson. Wawa Watson guy was his full name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bring it on. This is the one with all the NBA references. You got Akeem Olajuwon, John Stockton, Malice at the Palace. Yeah. I was a big, I was a big Bring It On fan. Did you guys like that movie? Is that the cheerleading? I don't remember the movie. It was the cheerleading yeah. movie, right? Uh, uh, never saw it. I don't think I've actually seen the whole thing, but it's a classic, right? People love that one. Yeah, I was more. What was the uh, what was the other cheerleader? Wasn't there another cheerleading one? They came out at the same time. I don't know. Me, you know, it's sometimes guys are just way into you know, or and maybe you hung out with people who are way into cheerleading movies. <laughs> not really a big deal. You know what? Let's move on. Not a big deal to me. Uh, and speaking of which, regrets. <laughs> Rob, I'm curious. You were writing down jokes for the end. Is this going to relate to Iowa basketball or the Arnold thing, or what's it going to relate to? I honestly cannot remember because all I wrote down was. Uh, chair plus deadlift equals smiley face. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I do love the kind of smooth jazz, like soul jazz kind of like vibe of, of the end of this album. Like I like what he's kind of getting into sonically. This end of the album though is like, it's just too much. It's like sitting on the toilet till your legs fall asleep. You're like, I've been here too long. This Why is too are we much. Toilets again? <laughs> what? You, you don't have to be going to the bathroom, sitting on the toilet. You can sometimes just be doing Don't it. flush with the toilet seat up. Right? Sometimes sure if you're in a hotel room stopped. and it's actually the, the only, it's actually the only other room in the hotel room and you just want to get away from people, put on your noise canceling headphone and sit on the toilet. You can do that too. Okay. Do you think that ever happened to Jay-Z where he had to get away from his family long enough where he had to, his legs fell asleep while he was sitting on a toilet in a hotel bathroom? I can bathroom? actually tell you what's never happened to Jay-Z before. And that is that they what's go that? on a vacation and not once, not once in the history of their marriage, 17 years of marriage, <laughs> not once has she brought a toothbrush with her. Not once. <laughs> there has never been a trip where she's brought a toothbrush with her. Not once. And so what do we have to do every single time? Oh, do we have to call the front desk and ask them for a hotel toothbrush? Yes, we do. Is it? Now, does she do it? No. She makes me call because she always does this move. She goes, I'm getting in the shower. Can you call the front desk and get me a toothbrush? I'm like, are you serious? I bring a toothbrush. I would say, bring a toothbrush. I, I, I would think that after like 10 years of this, Jay-Z would just know to bring his wife's toothbrush yeah, along. Yeah. Don't switch. <laughs> Don't. How dare you? <laughs> what, Jay, we're talking about Jay-Z here, right? Jay-Z actually sometimes doesn't think about it until he gets there. And then the move that she does is she goes, okay, uh, just when it comes, I'll get it. So you're maybe Jay-Z sitting there watching TV on the only TV he's had in the last six months because he's not allowed to have a TV in his apartment. And then... The, the doorbell rings. And so he, Jay-Z, Jay-Z has to get up TV. and like, do you give him a dollar for bringing you a toothbrush? They never, they're always in the shower when the doorbell rings. Every time. Beyonce's in the shower every time. 
can never pick up the toothbrush. <laughs> oh, this is in the airport. Rob, last the week airport. On, the, on the post show, you you illegally streamed a UFC fight and you showed it to us illegally. Do you think Jay-Z's ever had to like illegally no. stream? Like, does he ever go no. like pull up his laptop and click on some bullshit no. link to watch like a fight? No, I would guess that Jay-Z probably has a TV. Okay. And doesn't have to listen to, you know, uh, Adele on the, on the radio all day. Cause his wife says, Hey, well, I would take hey, Jay-Z, Alexa, play yeah. Adele. Adele's got like four songs, the same four songs over and over and over. Hello. Yes. If you're lucky, it's hello. My God. Can't knock the hustle. Real the deep is nice. I thought Can't Knock the Hustle was the first song. Yeah, We're in a time loop, Russell. Remix. Oh. Remix. Yeah. I got to say, I didn't make it through a straight listen on this album the whole time. I tried numerous times. I could only get through like five songs. Then I would have to go back and start like halfway through. Yeah, ditto. Same here. It was this the end, especially. I liked, I enjoyed the beginning. And then by the end, it's just kind of... Yeah. But let's uh, let's not talk about it now. Let's get into the rating system. Everybody's favorite part of the show, the patented and very popular Beck did it better rating system. Oh yeah. Aaron rates us an E for eating socks with hot dog buns around them as a snack. You sicko. All right, this is the rating system. We are talking about reasonable doubts. Okay, Aaron, don't interrupt me ever again. We discussed this is- my hot dog topping. Socks never came up. <laughs> no. That would be so funny if one of your. I also like stock, socks. Oh, that's why you didn't want to go over five, so you didn't say socks. Uh, this is this album a rolling, well toned at sixty seven. Okay, it's just where it should be. Sixty seven is the perfect place. We loved it. This is slightly worse than uh, John Coltrane. I love Supreme. Is this a rolling so bone? Okay, There's definitely two albums we can compare. Not a big deal. Uh, is this a rolling bone? This album, at least one of them, had some should not have it. been this low. It should have been way, way higher. Or is this a rolling groan? Okay, um, we did not like this album. We did not enjoy it as much as we would the 67th greatest album of all time. Aaron, what do you think? I think that, uh, as Rob said, this album is what someone would study if they wanted to know how to rap and what what a rap album is, where a rapper is just rapping. But I don't understand, like, how do we have two Jay-Z albums on this list before we have two Beyonce albums, before we get to our second Aretha album? And then within hip-hop, we don't have UGK yet. We don't have Snoop. We don't have... Yeah. So there's plenty. Keep going. <laughs> there's plenty. But we don't have Young Thug. Like, there are a lot of great one albums more. Just out one there. More. Future, Future. NWA. A lot of great rappers. Elliott. Yes. Drake. Thank you, Matt. I don't understand how Erica this album Badu. could be above a lot of, the, of that other stuff. And I, I like this album, but uh, I got to say Rolling Grown. Well, I could see why they have more than two than Drake. I mean, those relays really suck. <laughs> like, it, it is not fast people there. And that's like a Division Three like, yeah. Yeah. relay race, right? Yeah. It's that, and then it's like Masters. It's women over 60. You know what I mean? It's like... It's like it's like, hey, it's like a community. In, it's like a community fun run. Like, hey, bring your you guys kids are in down. trouble. Your your listeners. <laughs> you don't want to deal with the you. kids. Okay, we're gonna have all the you're, kids run a twenty five meter race, and three thousand kids line up, and you like have to watch your kid run, <laughs> and then your kid doesn't even try that hard, and you're like, I really came out all the way to watch my kid not try that hard in a race. And you know everybody got a ribbon. You know what's worse? Aaron, a is a couple years later. When they do try hard and they get shellacked by other kids because you got slow <laughs> ass kids. They do not know how to run. Your kids have no idea. They run like on their heels. It's like they have bone spurs. I have no idea what's going on. My kids got shellacked in races when they started racing. Like to an embarrass. I was just like, well, do they have like shot put here? Like that's it was wild. Uh Russell, what do you think of this album? 
I really love the rapping. I love the jazz piano on a lot of the Ooh, tracks. That was my favorite part was hearing the piano on. I thought that set this apart from a lot of the different albums we've listened to from a hip hop perspective. I will say though, that I didn't have a ton of memorable songs on this one. When I would listen to the album, when I would get through the end, it would start, I would, I listened on Spotify. And when it got through the end of the album, it would start playing all these other Jay-Z songs. That's just what Spotify does. It starts playing songs that aren't on the album mm-hmm. right. by the same artist. And I was like, damn, this song is awesome. This song is awesome. This song is awesome. I was like, none of them are on the album. To me, there weren't enough hits for me. There wasn't enough memorable songs. So for me, I love the the piano. I love the rapping, but it's a rolling groan. It's too high on the list. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling boned, or rolling groan? I think it's rolling groaned. Uh, I think we've hit on all of the reasons. Uh, you know, this is a top 100 album of all time. Just doesn't seem appropriate given all the other things we've listened to and what we've got coming up. We've got some Bob Marley and the Whalers, NWA. We've got Ooh. the Aretha album. We've got the Who. We've got some Elvis Presley, Who? Sex Pistols, Beyonce, Dusty Springfield, John Lett. You know, we've got a whole bunch of albums oh, that are coming up that are way better than this. Matt. Album man, yes. did you say the guess who? Yes, who? Oh, them. Oh, no, no, Matt. You normally you play with, yes, yes. <laughs> I am. Wait, I just said, yes, yes. yes. I wanted to Russell. That's gonna, be Russell. A, that's gonna be a diamond Joe's in like four and a Russell. half hours. He's gonna be eating Subway. Russell, yes, is a band, so that's why I say yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Russell, you'll find that you'll find them roundabout Spotify. They did. They didn't cover that part of my half of Iowa music theory. <laughs> they didn't get to that either. I like how you think the class is. Hey, let's not go over the That's mid-court the line. Okay, now it's the That's middle the of the day. Let's problem. bring all the females in for school, and all the men will go learn how to thresh or something. Who knows? So rolling grown, it's too high in the list, which means we, we it's too, the number is too low, right. so we need to put it lower on the list so it has a higher number. Yeah, and you, of we, course. All, all three simple. of us said rolling grown. You, you want to know the reason we're right on this? I was thinking about this. Okay. Let's say all the albums we've listened to before on this podcast, however, what are we at? Like 65? No. Nope. None of them exist. Let's say none of let's say none of the first 60 existed that we've listened to. Are you gonna tell me you want to live in a world where this is the greatest album ever? No fucking no, way. No. This is way too high on the list, Agreed. right? Yep. No, that's a good that's a good good perspective, Russell. There's just some way better stuff to come, I think. Your logic is so wild, Russell. I love it. I love I just I love that. I think that's so good. We should do everyone like this. This is the only album on earth. Are you happy? No, you're not happy. (laughs) No, you're gonna go ahead and make some more music. Guys, the correct answer is this is rolling alien. This is like if you brought an alien down and wanted to play hip hop, <laughs> you would play we have this to have done album. That That's Outcast. We have to have done that one before. Outcast oh. is AT Aliens. You're confusing it. I man. think Rob's confused. Didn't his? Didn't he say his father-in-law sent him an alien picture? I heard alien text yeah, or something. I, got, I heard. Aliens. I heard he's a really good guy. I heard he's. I got aliens on the brain. That's That's good, he yeah, also texted good. me after that. He goes, "I got an 81-inch TV." I was like, "Son of a bitch." You got a TV. Hey, that's a big old Jay Z might not even have an 81 inch TV. I would even take 81 inch TVs. Like I would take a ton of small TVs. Any TV, I mean, Rob. I'm t- dying TVs over. aren't that expensive anymore. Oh god, I have no yeah. idea. I have no idea. Do you think in a do you think in a bizarre world Jay Z is doing a podcast where he's like he's so jealous of Rob's yeah. father in law? He's like, do, do I have to live in a world where I do not get have an 81 inch TV? I wonder no. if he's living in a bizarre world. Yeah. Next up. We've got what I think is a techno album. I'm excited for this. Because it sounds like this. Hounce, 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 hounce. It doesn't sound like that at all. Yeah, it's hounds, Kate Bush, hounds of love. 
I don't think we have to worry too much about Aaron's family hearing all the Iowa jokes because they're only allowed to listen to the first oh half God. of the podcast. <laughs> so they probably didn't even yeah. get to hear the final half where oh, we made no. fun of Iowa the whole time. Oh, God. Well, no, half of them listen to the first. The other yeah. half listen to the second half. So they're not having, they're gonna have no That's idea what's point. going on. Yeah. Just think, like Aaron's dad and brother have lived a completely different podcast. They only know the they each know the opposite half. Honey, we got to get to the state championships of inventing the wheel. I mean, is that what we're talking about here? They're like cave. Hey, come on. Yeah, can I tell you the joke I had written down? Yeah. yeah. I have a VHS that Russ can convert for me. From my growing up. It's called Sperminator 2. I used to watch it all the time. I love that movie. <laughs> all come on your back. <laughs> oh, no. Why didn't you use that one right away? <laughs> you got to leave it in now. You can't take it out. I'm not going to have a joke where I say, I come on your back to end the podcast. Absolutely not. Yeah, that'll oh, that, yeah, we... that'll never make it into the final. Yeah. Oh, I can't yeah. imagine that will make no, it. No, not if Bernie's listening every week. And now Patty is like a super <laughs> fan. Time, time to exit out. <laughs>